Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast, where we chat magic and life and all sorts of witchy goodness. And on this series, we are chatting about the word witch and all sorts of witch things. And today we are going to talk about what the word witch means to us here at the Sisters Enchanted. So sit back and enjoy. Hello again, Anna. Oh, hi, Sarah. (laughs) Anna, our last podcast, we talked about witch misconceptions. We tried to, yes. Yeah, we did. I think we did. And today we're talking about what the word witch means to us. Which we were kind of talking a little bit before we hit record, and we were both like, hmm, do we actually have a podcast topic here? Yeah. So we're going to just see where it takes us. Kind of like last time. Yes. (laughs) It's when we always do our best work. We just throw caution to the wind. (laughs) Which is weirdly kind of what I was talking about with the word witch for me. Like what I was saying about what it means. So. I shared in our last podcast episode that a lot of people, you know, have some pushback around the word witch and mm-hmm. the use of it. And uh, we definitely in our family, like we, I know we've talked about this, but we have some very religious people in our family, which is fine. Like mainstream religion. We have a some cousins who are, um, they travel around and spread the word of God and they uh, have even, like, I don't know, done these weird things. Like, they did this event once where they dressed up as clowns, but they were, like, spreading the word of Jesus, and it was all very interesting stuff. Well, there was that year at Jesus Camp that we did the, I did the clowning. Yes. And we did have to dress up as clowns. Yeah. There was that year that I played Jesus. In a music video. In a music video. Mm-hmm. With an air guitar. I know you did. It's a great song. It's a good it's a good story it's a to good tell. Tune. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, the word witch it ha- it means a lot of different things. I think to a lot of people, particularly now. I mean, there's books written like every day. There's a new book out where somebody's like the the making of a witch, the rising of a witch, the this new wave of witchery, taking the, back your power as a witch. Yeah, like all of these things around being a witch. All these acronyms like right. woman in total control of herself. Like, lots of acronyms. Which is really interesting that there's this, and this is probably a whole different, like, scheme of side conversation, but it's really interesting that a lot of times people are, like, taking back the word witch, which, yes, taking it back in a positive light, but you have to, again, remember, like, where the terminology of witch came from in a lot of the, like, the histories that we know it. You know, like, the people that were called witches didn't want to be called witches. They... Yeah, and weren't witches. And weren't witches, and were just people, either either people that were different in some way. Right, or women that had rights to land. Or that, money. Or money. That and other that, people wanted. Right, that other people wanted. Um, so this word witch, and a lot of people are like reclaiming of the word witch, and reclaiming it in a way that's positive, um, but not reclaiming it and being like, like, We're kind of claiming it for the first time. For the, yeah, think. that's what that's kind really? of what I meant. Yeah, because we, the history behind it, is so upsetting, and there's a lot there that like 
you know, we go to Salem regularly, you oh, know, Salem, Massachusetts, Salem, yeah. Massachusetts. And it's really interesting to go there and put on the lens of what happened here was tragic, whereas a lot of people hear the word witch and they hear Salem and they're like, yes, we're going to Witch City and let's be witches. And, and a part of that, like, we, you know, like, we get it. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, too, like, re- really claiming it for the first time about what it actually really means and to be somebody who, you know puts those shoes on or wears that hat and to be able to say it in a way that defines them because it's not a one word fits all. Yeah, well, even the, I mean, the first very, like, witch trials in medieval Europe right. were um, really just in, I mean, there was a lot of different things that happened, but either power plays or in um, response to people who were resistant to um, changing religions or changing right. ways or sometimes not even resistant just people that asked questions asked questions or maybe were um, like elderly people that just weren't doing something different because they never had done that other thing and they were right. elderly um, just people who looked different acted different and just weren't falling into line with what was supposed right. to be um, or what was wanted to be happening. Right. And so it is interesting, This the word witch. It has so many different connotations to it. There's, right. like, historical connotations. Then there's all of our our current use of the word. Right. Um, with the rise of the witch, reclaiming the witch. Right. And then there's witch in pop culture, which still, you know, like, people like you and I who, like, love a lot of these shows that are coming out, but, like, your everyday Joe who watches some of those things hear that word and then apply it to you. Yeah. And where we, you know, take it with good fun, you know, other people who don't understand. Yeah. You're like, well, that's, that's just a TV show. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, that's not, that's not actually. That's not how that really works. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how that is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That you should be like anybody who works in the office, like in an office, be like, so is that what your life is like? Like on the office? Is it that good? Right. (laughs) So we should start doing it right. people. I don't know. It's interesting. So, we, yeah, we're going to talk about what the word witch means for us. Um, for me, the word witch, I don't really – this is so weird. As we started talking, I was like, well, I don't know that I have an answer for that. I think that for me as a – growing up, it was something to latch onto because it, it just – I always felt different, and that was a word for – it was different than right. what everybody else was. You always kind of embodied – Oh, always. The idea – of a witch. Like, I don't remember, I can remember, like, one Christmas, or not Christmas, one Halloween that Sarah was not a witch, and she was, like, a princess, but I every, was like five. you were, like, five, before you had any choices, <laughs> or you can make any choices of your own, but Sarah has always, always been that way, and I remember just, like, holiday times, even um, Halloween times, we used to have a glass tabletop coffee table and Sarah like took it apart one time and made like a spell book out of like torn paper bags you remember that yeah. you like crumpled it up oh yeah and and you I put a spell book all right yeah and you like went out and like you got like all this stuff and put it under the tabletop so when you like sat down at the coffee table there was like a wa- one of those wax melting hands that has a skeleton hand underneath that you had like burnt halfway down to have it like the cool aesthetic and then you had the spell book in there and all this stuff and we were like just a couple kids living in an apartment with our mom and you like <laughs> put it in there I and I think it was in there for like a while like we just yeah. like lived with this like spell book, I know. and when we moved into that apartment, and uh, that was our mom's second 
divorce. So mm-hmm. she was kind of like, let me make sure you guys survive this okay. Like, let me just do whatever you want, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, well, how do you guys want to decorate the room? And we went to Joanne Fabrics to get fabric, and I picked out the sun and moon celestial fabric for yeah. the curtains yeah. and whatever. And, yeah, no, there was never not a time that I was that not. That you were not, yeah. Like, how we look at a modern witch today. Like, right. the aesthetic and just what we do and yeah. whatever. There that was, has always been you. It's, yeah, like, literally never wasn't me. Even, like I said, like, when it wasn't popular, right. that was me. So, it's like, I don't know that I have, like, a what the word witch means to me. Because there was never a time where I felt like. That wasn't a part of you. Yeah, there's not a time where I could see a moment in my life where I was like, oh, my goodness. This is, it just always right. was. Like, we were in even, like, I don't know. This was before our mom's second divorce. So, we would have been in, like, fourth or fifth grade. We went to a bookstore our stepdad let us each pick a book, and I bought this book about ESP, so extra sensory. What is it? I remember that. Yeah, oh and being goodness. able to hear, read your parents' yes. minds. Yeah, so I'm, I'm telling you, I have never been right. <laughs> I've always been not right. I know, and Sarah, too, we had bunk beds for years of our lives, and Sarah, like, would hang these, like, dark like curtains around her like bunk bed and put like purple twinkly lights no one could get in and there. so nobody could get in there it was like her own like hermit cave and she always had like weird books tucked into the sides mm-hmm. and stuff yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i've always never been right yeah and sarah always <laughs> knew when you touched her things like yeah. even if like i put something back exactly where she left it i know sarah but like, you touched that and i'd be like i did not there's and... no there yeah there's never been any lying to me yeah i know uh, yeah, so anyway, in terms of what the word... <laughs> I'm all of a sudden having, like, a realization about you, and I'm like, kind of scared and alarmed. Yeah. Uh, huh? I see. <laughs> so, no, that's what I mean. So the word witch to me, what's it mean? For me, it's just uh, who you are. I, it's who I am. Like, I don't even know that I can really put a meaning on it, because it's just... What you are. What I am. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's never what I want. Like, never... It's just always been there. And yeah. then, um, and, and not even just like Halloween, like even the, the magic of Christmas and the spirit of believing. And right. I mean, I have like, I, I, I still to this day, you know, you could I'm, never, yeah. I'd be like, there is Santa's coming. Yeah. Santa we're both the here, same way y'all. on that. Yeah, yeah. There's like, I just think there's magic in everything. And I think there's yeah. so much unseen to be seen. And I just, I don't know. Anyway. So the word witch to me, what does it mean? I don't, for me, it's just a sense. It's just. You know who I don't know. It's just it doesn't have me. It's like no different than me saying I have brown hair. Right. It's just who I am. But um, like looking at today, like talking to somebody, I guess, and saying, "What does the word witch mean to me?" I would probably say, like, it's just a a knowing. Uh, it's a possibility. Right. Like, do you feel like there's possibility beyond what you're experiencing right now? Right. Like that feeling of possibility is I guess it's not even a definition to me. It's a feeling. Right. Like do you feel like there's right possibility? And even like my business class is called business witchery. Right. Right. The society of business witchery. And I talk about being a boss witch or whatever. But it's possibity. Is yeah, there do what you magic feel like, can you make? Yeah. Can you yeah. Do you feel like there's possibility in your idea? Do you feel like there's possibility in getting your idea out into the world? Right. That is business witchery. It's not about like scheming and whatever and like yeah you need to plan and have ideas but you're fueled by this idea of possibility and you're fueled by this idea that you are meant for something more and you're a little bit different than that person next door to you and um and it's a feeling more than a thing right that's what yeah Mm -hmm. so much yeah 
Can I say? Can I make a feeling over a podcast? I don't think so. I don't know. My witch skills aren't at that level. <laughs> um, I think that that's, you just kind of blew my mind a little bit because, like, I remember all these things as you're saying them, and I'm like, you are so much like more the embodiment of that. Like me on the other end of the spectrum, I was also quite strange as a child as um, one related to me and our mother would have to be yes to survive life <laughs> to survive life um <laughs> i was also quite strange but i also always had like this kind of like silly outlook on the fact of be like oh watch out for my sister she's a witch because i'm pretty sure i definitely <laughs> said that to like friends or something because um you know sarah was my big sister and as anybody who has sisters know that like the older sibling is sometimes hard sometimes i was so rude to you right? i was gonna say sarah sarah was oftentimes quite mean to me um and i believe i probably use the word, term witch for her quite often because I, I was also not a <laughs> not kid in that, a nice way yeah i was also not a kid that swore like ever so i probably definitely most likely definitely truthfully called you a witch many times um because the shoe fit um but <laughs> looking back on sarah and my like progression through life we kind of trudged the same path, but a little differently. Like, Sarah, like, wielded her broomstick high, I guess, in a way. And me, I kind of was doing a lot of similar things, just differently. So, um, if you follow the Sisters Enchanted and stuff, um, you know that they, or Sarah, or whoever, calls me the Lady of Lore. Um, because I have always just been, like, fascinated by mythology and creation stories from different places and um higher power higher spiritual things um i have always believed in the magic of things like again um if you ever want to spend a christmas with sarah and i like <laughs> you better get to bed because like santa is for real coming <laughs> you know santa or odin or whoever they're coming so you know yeah you better watch out um but I've always believed in the magic of things. Like, if you go through and look through, like, things I did for classes when I was younger, like, I did, like, the true history of vampires and, like, where that came from, where that story came from, or, like, like medieval practices, or, like, what happened in the witch trials. Like, I did stuff like that, and it was, I was fascinated by it. Um, and I, I was kind of, like, pushing the boundaries of what I believed was real and tangible even then. Yeah. You know, like even, um, you know, somebody will ask my son what his favorite animal is and he might say a dragon and somebody will say, well, dragons aren't real. And I'll be like, how do you know? <laughs> yeah. You want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, cause nobody's ever seen a dragon. And I want to be like, yeah. And <laughs> like, you don't mm -hmm. see a lot of things, but I've always kind of pushed the boundaries of like, I believe in so many bigger things. Yeah. And I also see the magic in lots of things. And I did that in a different way than Sarah, where she was outwardly, like, sensing the magic in things. <laughs> I was questioning the magic in things. I was questioning the bigger picture in things. Um, and even as a kid, I said a lot of things, I think, to family and stuff that really pushed the envelope that I believed that there was a lot more happening mm -hmm. in the world around me. So stepping into the word, which was a little harder for me than it was for Sarah, because it took me a little while to draw the lines as where I was coming from. Um, but like Sarah said, I've always, like, I've been a little bit always strange too, you know, like we always make fun that like I'm a water witch because like I've always been able to go. Oh my gosh. And I can find the weirdest creatures in the water. We would have like 
things where like we would um go drag netting near the beach um you know like just to see what's in there and then let them go obviously and kids would have like these immaculate like expensive nets um and they would just catch like little like little tiny fish yeah and i had like a bucket a bucket and then the net that i did have was like my uncle's yeah. and it was like moldy and it had huge holes in it and you actually had to put your foot in it to drag it and I would pull up things that, like, people were like, I didn't even know these lived here. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and to this day, I can still, like, go out into the ocean and the pull things. the craziest stuff in the ocean. And the I craziest. just stick my hands in nothing. there. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that capability. Anna walks in there and she's, like, covered in things. And you're like, what is even happening? Yeah. So for me, the word witch means... So Sarah, for Sarah, it's like a knowing, Mm -hmm. I guess. And for me, it's knowing that there's like magic everywhere. So like when I step into the ocean, I know that there's like life and a whole nother like ecosystem underneath there. Or when my son talks about how he goes to bed at night and he sees a dragon that wraps around him and keeps him safe. I'm like, dude, I totally get it. You know? So me, I'm like, I'm kind of like this fantastical like witch. You like, know, you I'm know, like, spend more time in your house because in your house, you guys have invisible dragons. In my house, we have dead people in the mirrors and hellhounds and hellhounds. <laughs> like, not the same. No, not not the same at all. No, gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. <laughs> but yeah, so different. I don't yeah. Know. I, so, I, yeah, this, I don't know what the word witch means. I think that for anybody listening to this who identifies as a witch, I think just you're, you're gonna you know, whatever it means to you. And if you identify as a witch, you probably don't need this conversation really because you've had this conversation with yourself. Right. If you're like, do I identify as a witch? This is new to me. This seems weird. Or like my cousin, sister, whoever, brother, father, puppy named Joe, I don't know, sent you this podcast (laughs) link. It was like, listen to this. This is my experience. Um, You know, I don't think that there, there's not, I don't think there's a, there's not a thing you are going to look at pick up whatever that's going to speak to your experience with the word witch because it has a varied history often not in alignment with what it is that we actually talk about with modern witchcraft and um i think even like today we see the word witch associated with a lot of things in political movements and and just lots of things right like lots happening Mm -hmm. with the word witch and uh and i think that whatever it is that it is to you it's important that you own that for yourself. Nobody right. can tell you what it means. Nobody can say you aren't witch enough. Right. Nobody can say you don't do this, you're not a witch. Nobody can say this is what witches do and this right. is what witches believe and you're not doing it, so that's not okay. Right. Nobody can do any of that. I think that the, for me, I guess, and I am getting, I am finally, 20 minutes later, getting to what I think the word witch means. And I think that it is simply a person who feels other than something and you, it's a knowing and it's been this collective term for people on the outskirts in different ways. Right. So either it's been assigned to people against their will mm-hmm. and they were viewed as being, you know, unwanted somehow, or people are owning it because they feel like they have been, been the other or been mm-hmm. on the out. Or there's people who just feel like it's a knowing that it's an earth-based spirituality for them. Right. And it's the closest term to them that right. they can... They, harness that makes sense and that they can harness right i think that there are probably infinite ways to describe the right. word which and what it means to somebody right. and that there is not one overarching term or way to, to view it right 
yeah, like I had the word kind of proposed to me, kind of like through you, through other people, when I started having practices like astrology. Yeah. You know, or tarot reading, which just for Sarah and I was like a normal thing for us to do together. <laughs> it was like, what do you want to do? Want to have some coffee and sling some cards together and talk no. about our moons? Remember um, being in your apartment? And, like, um, this is modern witchery at its finest, getting out our iPhones with the compass to figure out, like, which direction was north. And then we'd, like, put sticky notes on the wall. Oh, we did put sticky notes on the wall. So we would remember. Yeah. Because, you know, life, yeah. sometimes you forget which way is north. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I would still need sticky notes to do properly, most likely. Sticky notes will always help you. Yeah. <laughs> like the 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 Romeo and Michelle of witches. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's <laughs> the worst thing to be. Post it. <laughs> yeah, post it. I invented post it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to definitely. Whereas Sarah has always been had that knowing and been. That gave me a chest pain. It was so funny. I'm sorry. Sarah has always been the embodiment of it. For me, it was more like all of a sudden I would be talking to people at like my previous you know job or to sarah and they'd be like so like you're a witch and i'd be like wait what, what no and then i'd be like what, what? Uh. and then i had to like think about it and then for me it took a minute yeah you know and then looking back on like my life and my story i could see that i was doing things like that all along and you know like you said I think that's what a lot of people in our holistic witchery or enchanted journey communities um and even in the society of business witchery come to us being like i've always done these things i've always known these things and it's just yeah. now that i'm like realizing that it's always been there right and and that's why i'm saying i mean like when we were talking sat down to talk about what does the word witch mean to us i don't know it doesn't it means it means being open to possibility like that feeling of possibility right. the feeling of more that doesn't have to be this way you're not a you're not a solid state of being. You're right. in constant ever changing. flux of change. You the know. world around us is ever changing. We're all growing, expanding, and the possibility. And that's also, like I said, with my... And that ability to change and yes. to flux. Because a lot not of everybody times... everybody can do that. No. And even with, with, like, you know, some, like, times religion or people's beliefs, there is no wiggle room to have questions or to to change how you're feeling and then stay in those lines. Whereas like this word, especially for me, which as it, like I said, as a child always ask questions, but what if, Yeah. but why is this story so much similar to this story? Like why I always had these questions of why, and that kind of idea of having that witch hat is being able to ask those questions and mm -hmm. to change your ideas and not have to be held to a strict practice of what you're going to do and what you're going to believe because it's ever changing and ever, ever moving and ever moldable from what you were to what you could be or what you want to be. Yeah. You know, there's so much wiggle room and so much space to hold yourself in. Yeah. And I just, I think that the, um, the idea that we can really create the world that we want, which is also why my business class, I named it the society of business witchery and not just like, I don't know sarah's business class or something really right. boring business with sarah because sarah I, I know. <laughs> because everything is more fun too it's more joyful with a little bit of witchery like what is with not more fun when you're like and now i'm going to circle my hand three times and i'm going to say these words and bam right. Right. it's gonna happen right don't know when it's gonna happen it's or gonna i'm happen. gonna make this vision board and i'm gonna sprinkle glitter on it and i'm gonna put it up and light a candle on it every time i'm in my workspace yeah. because it's more Life fun to like manifest magic magic and when you're like 
dude, I'm a witch. I can make that happen. I'm going to make that happen. Yeah, and I mean, you'll get some side eye, but like who doesn't like their fair share of side eye? Just be like, yeah, so I'm going to side eye you for being normal. You normal, normal kins. Normal, <laughs> normal, normal kins. You normal ninny monkins. Sarah, Sarah's <laughs> currently side eyeing me, <laughs> calling me a normal ninny monkins. <laughs> Well, sure. Like that movie, Practical Magic, that everybody loves, right? Yes. With Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock, and the whole movie, people like don't like them. They judge them, whatever. And then at the end of the movie, when they need help, all of those women on the school phone tree are pumped to show up right. with their brooms. Right? They're like, yes, yeah, yes, I will come sweep a demon away. Right. Well, that's funny because I like I just funny. I just was speaking to people that I had been in high school with. And realizing that, like, I had this image of being somebody who was kind of, like, cool and not cool, which is totally weird and bizarre because I was, like, I didn't see it that way. But I was a lot of times, like, people didn't talk to me regularly because I thought I was weird. But if they had a question that they wanted answered that they were afraid to ask their other friends or, like, didn't know how to, like, bring it up in their, like, social group, they would come to me and be like, so, hey, Anna. (laughs) And I'd be like... So you want some, like, advice that you can't ask the normal people for. <laughs> you know, and it was, like, <laughs> oftentimes yeah. that people came to me, or even still do come to me with scenarios or situations that they feel like they can't share with other people, but they go to me to share. Yeah. Interesting. Witchy witch. Yeah. Witch witch. <laughs> Not to be confused with Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many movies being plugged in. Witchy Too witch. many movies. Practical. We should make one called Witchy Witch. Practical Magic probably being the only one that we should be... Pre- no, I mean Romy and Michelle. That's a cult classic. Classic. Have I ever heard one? <laughs> anyway, so what the... I'm not sure if you are any more intelligent after listening to this podcast episode. <laughs> or if you're just like, oh my goodness, those two need to settle it down. Drink less coffee. Right. Actually, or you want to be our friend or you don't want to be Way less coffee friend. today than I've drank you any did. day in the last like I didn't months. refill your cup at all. I know. And you haven't even eaten lunch. I know. This is really bizarre. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening in 2020. I don't know either. It's lacking caffeine, though. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you did try to manifest a cappuccino more than once. <laughs> it did not appear on my desk. It my, didn't. My witch skills are fading as I age. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't make cappuccinos up here. <laughs> Just keep doing some hand gestures and hope for the best. I know. Abracadabra cappuccino. Abracadino. Abracadino. Still not here. You're going to start texting me Abracadino before you come over to work. And you're going to be like, ha I did it. Abracadino, it's here. <laughs> That's going to live on now for at least a week. <laughs> I knew I had the power in me. <laughs> See, that is what's being, I don't know. <laughs> if ever you needed a spell, it's Abercuccino. Yeah, I also like Abercabundance, but our, Nikki, one of our community members, her wife, um, she coined Abercabundance, I'm pretty sure. Did she? Yeah. I coined Bippity Boppity Baller. She coined Abercabundance. Now we have Abercuccino. It's perfect. So much goodness, so much abundance. <laughs> anyway, like I said, don't know if you're any more intelligent for having listened to this, but the word witch I, I don't know what it means to me. I don't know what it means to Anna. It's a, no. it's a being, and there's so much out there. Books, podcasts, 
blogs, videos, I mean... And just because one person's definition of what it means, if that doesn't fit with you, doesn't mean that it's not your word. There's tons of... Mm -hmm. And you don't feel like you have to do anything, you don't have to reclaim anything, you don't have to, like, throw some... I don't know. Witch t-shirt on. Just be you. I mean, it's still fun to wear a witch t-shirt. It is. It's so fun to wear a witch (laughs) t-shirt. So, I mean, wear one if you want to. Particularly in situations where one would not expect one to wear a witch t-shirt. It's the best time to wear a witch t-shirt. Definitely. (laughs) Like, I like to do it during my child's school functions for no (laughs) specific reason. I like to wear my Ouija board shirt to the playground. There you go. See? Very appropriate times. It really helps, though, when you don't want to socialize with people. Which is always. Because they're certainly not going to socialize with you when you show up. It's my favorite thing to happen when you go somewhere and you don't want to be socialized with, and then it works. You wear, Anna wears her black lipstick, and you're like, oh yeah, no one's going to talk about us today. Anna's wearing black lipstick. Yeah. (laughs) The teachers are afraid of me. Parent teacher conference comes. She'll abracachino them. Abracachino. They don't make friends. <laughs> Abracachino. We just can have friends. We just find that difficult. This is going nowhere. Okay. We, if you listen to this, we'd love for you to share with us about what you think the word witch means to you. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear about that. Anyway, thanks, Anna, for joining me. You're this welcome, Sarah. Conversation. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. We are having so much fun, if you can't tell, creating this series and know that we really value your opinion and love to hear what you have to say about all of the, this that we're talking about, this important topic of what the word witch means, what being a witch means to you, what it looks like, witch mis- misconceptions, and we're enjoying talking about it and putting some fun and light on the subject. So share with us on social media. Be sure to tag us at the Sisters Enchanted or hashtag us the Magic on the Inside podcast so that we can find your posts if you're sharing over on Instagram or join us in our free communities online. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode.